Welcome to Women Who Sarcast, where we apply the lowest form of wit to the social issues of our time. I'm Kathy Barron. And I'm comedian Mario the Butcher Montez. And we have a special guest today, Mario's beautiful and talented little sister, Missy Holson. All right. Welcome Welcome. aboard, Missy. Thank you, guys. All right, so do you guys drink coffee? Yes. Definitely. Yes. Okay. Yes. And what's your, like, order at Starbucks? Well, Starbucks is where I drink now, but I start. I, I literally started drinking coffee. I can even tell you the 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 day and the month. Well, the the month February of nineteen ninety. I remember it well. I discovered, uh, yeah, in Rockridge in Oakland, uh-huh. there was a coffee shop I used to go to. I can't remember their name, um, but it's where I had uh, somebody bought me a cappuccino. And uh, I was having a job interview with uh, this guy that uh, broke me into the meat business. And um, he he's from Italy. And he goes, I want to talk to you. Come oh, on. Is this the, uh, Enzo. Enzo, yeah. You've talked I about buy you a couple of chino. And I thought he said a couple of chinos. I'm like, well, that's racist, right? I don't, and I don't need to own any chinos, right? And then I think, well, he's not talking about pants. What is he talking about? So we went over to the... Um, the coffee place, I want to say, it, it's not Pete's, but it's like uh, not Peabody's, Peaberry's, something like that. And it was a uh, uh, a mutually, uh, or a, a, it was Oakland exclusive. It was, I think, one in Piedmont and one in Rockridge, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lady and her husband owned it. Really nice people. So I had my cappuccino for the first time. I didn't know what it was, but he loaded it up with sugar. And extra foam, or you know, it's foamy. He goes, "Give me two foamy, you know, cappuccinos." And he gave, and then he stirred it, and he goes, "Okay." He literally said, "I hadn't been hired yet," and he literally said, "Okay, Mexican, try this, right?" <laughs> he said it. So, like a good Mexican, I tried it, and it was fantastic. At first, I was like, "Oh, this is hot," and then I drank it some more and some more, and then. Um, um, it's kind of like your first line of cocaine, right? Because it's espresso coffee. And uh, I was like, you know, yeah, I really want to work here. I'd love to work here. You know, thank you very much. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, the next thing you know, I was, uh, he goes, can you start now? And I'm like, well, why not? And that's what they did. And that's what they jacked you up on cappuccino. Yeah. yeah. And so um, after that, uh, I had another one the next day. And then I realized Ooh, these espresso things, because then he tells me it's espresso, not coffee, even though it's coffee beans. But it's, you know, very, you know, coffee people, coffee culture people are very particular about their coffee. So I went from uh, cappuccinos to uh, straight shots of espresso, double espressos mm-hmm. with sugar. Yep. And they, they, oh that would God. be that you got a hangover, right? <laughs> Have an espresso. No wonder Enzo loved you working for him. Yes. Yeah, so I never really got into like, you know. I just want a cup of coffee, you know. I'm not that guy. I went from espressos, and then somewhere, I think in the late 90s, maybe 90, 99, 98, I had uh, my first ice mocha from a little coffee shop in Pleasanton. It was mm-hmm. just some, you know, little small coffee shop, and I could not believe how delicious this was, and it was sweet mm-hmm. and chocolatey, and it had whipped cream and ice cubes. <laughs> and I go, well, I have to explore so like then, dessert. Yes. <laughs> then I got a latte. Somebody got me a latte with uh, hazelnut syrup. Right? Wow. Mm. I'm like, where did you get this? Oh, it's at a place in Dublin called Starbucks or whatever, right? And I did a Starbucks. 
And then that's when I discovered Starbucks about 2000. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, well, Starbucks is pretty cool. You know, now I didn't know they were like ripping off the culture. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they just like mass marketed. Um, well, they started uh, in the Pike Place Market in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And their logo is of a siren, right? A yeah. Mermaid yeah, yeah, you told me that. And yeah. what was, what's unique and about it? The first logo they had, they, they exposed her breasts. That's right. Yeah. And they, it's kind of, you know. They've covered it up since then, but that was their first logo. <laughs> but this the shop in Seattle still has the I think original logo. The boobies. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's good. Well, you know what though? Um, I hear other people that say things about Starbucks. They you know they didn't invent this and this and that. But you know what? They kind of mass marketed it and perfected it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And um and yes, they're a monster. And yes, but you know what? I I just um it was after uh. Um, I quit uh, um, drinking and stuff that I really started doing a lot of Starbucks um, because as I started comedy, that was like my place to go and just kind of be away. Mm-hmm. It started mm-hmm. in Oakland. Uh, there was a Starbucks on um, uh, Broadway. And uh, it was it was more of a, a, a hangout where nobody talked to each other. Right. You know, mm-hmm. because at the time, you know, all technology was new to me. I realized that people go in there because it's free Wi-Fi. Right. Okay. And another thing I found out that not everybody has Metro. Like I did. Okay. So, so you know, you always have to, you know, you can't use up your, your, your data, right? Whereas Metro, you know, you, you have unlimited data, right? That, that doesn't really work outside of the city that, you know, you live in. But um, I noticed everybody hung out at Starbucks. And not everybody was drinking like I was. But then by then I discovered Frappuccinos, mm-hmm. which are blended sweet, you know, which are amazing, you know. So you're evolving up the coffee chain. Exactly. It was it was it was great. Uh, you know, I didn't work at a Starbucks when I worked at Safeway. Um, I started in their Starbucks kiosk and I learned how to make all these drinks the way that the Safeway uh, Starbucks, they, they simplify it. Right. They have like a, a, a machine and, you know. You still like add the coffee and press and this and that, but it's a lot easier because it's more of a kiosk. And I did that before I like started day stocking and eventually became a manager. But um, I learned a lot about um, coffee people, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as much as I love uh, Starbucks, I can't stand their customers. Right? They are <laughs> yeah. the worst people in the world. They're horrible people, you know. Especially if you have to wait on them, right? Well, do you think that the Starbucks uh, baristas? Do you think they they uh put the wrong name on the cup on purpose to piss I, people off just well, kind of mess with people uh-huh. I, I, uh, I would imagine so uh, there's things in the news now people um, um, making a, writing something about the customer you know which is stupid why are you going to write like you on know, the receipt on, on, on the receipt or the cup right. you know mm-hmm. um, I, what I did Allegedly, if you did not pass the attitude test, oh. okay, you're getting decaf, bitch. Right? Because <laughs> the Safeway thing, they couldn't see. We're facing the customers, the kiosk, and so you have right. one button either you do regular or decaf. So if you're instead rude, of soy, you put cow's milk. Well, no, that's their choice. I mean, we did have soy for hot drinks and stuff. I didn't want to mess with people's milk. Because, you know, because the whole thing, dairy or whatever. Right. But who cares about the milk? (laughs) If you're rude, if you're rude, that's one thing. But if you're mean, right, Mm -hmm. 
Well, then you're getting decaf, bitch, right? And that's just the way that one went, <laughs> you know. So um, that that's uh, be nice to your baristas; they have a lot of power. Right. I added them to the bees, you know, because the bees. I always used to say, you got to be nice to your your butcher, mm-hmm. your you know your bartender, mm-hmm. and your barber, because mm-hmm. they can ruin your purchase. And now baristas, be nice to your baristas <laughs> right. because they will give you decaf, bitch, right? <laughs> and if you can't have the regular stuff, well, you're getting the regular stuff then. And here come the palpitations, right? <laughs> so, I, I, it, it is, it is a. You're a bartender. You're a bartender for for people who aren't drinking alcohol, right? You know, so yeah, people are picky about their drinks. That's yeah. for sure. Well, you know, you know who stepped up their coffee game? I didn't know this. The Vietnamese, the, the mm. coffee culture in Vietnam, mm. it's huge, right? It's like it's we got nothing on the Vietnamese. Interesting, I didn't know that. Oh, they they have a um. There's a place I went. I had a um. I had a, in February I had this gig at um the first one I did for uh, Lifelong, mm-hmm. um over on East Twelfth. That's where I had to go, and um, right there on East Twelfth, there's a uh, there was a you know I was early like I always am. And I said, well, I'm going to get a cup of coffee. And they, you know, there's no Starbucks on these 12th and Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but there is a lot of um, uh, is a, a thriving Asian community yeah, yeah. in those little blocks there. And there's a coffee place. And they had a big TV. And, uh, they, and then they had a bunch of people doing the uh, the daily three, you know, the lotto. You know, uh-huh. guys in there playing lotto. But the the bar area looked like a, like a distillery. Interesting. And that was just for the cold brew. Oh, that wow. they brew, they get there at like three in the morning to start the drip process. Mm-hmm. They're very serious about that. Hmm. And um, and the coffee was very strong. Mm-hmm. It was iced coffee. And matter of fact, he came in, he gave me some uh, tap water, uh, room temperature, to balance out the strongness of the coffee. I guess he yep. could tell. You know, he's like, right. it was a first timer or whatever. But isn't that what cold brew is? Is Vietnamese coffee? Um, I don't know. I think know. that's what uh, Whole Foods. I think it's just venti. I think so. Yeah. This is one thing about Starbucks. I don't understand. Okay, they have the large one is a venti. Okay, because it's like twenty. Are you supposed to know Italian to figure this well, out? Well, because it means like what, twenty grams or whatever. I don't know. Twenty ounces. Twenty grams or twenty ounces. What are you talking well, about? Are we in Europe all of a sudden? Well, What's it's going venti. On? Well, okay, this is what I'm saying. And then the the medium is grande, right? That's Spanish. And then the small one is tall. Tall. <laughs> They're multi. So when I first first started, they're trying to cover all languages. (laughs) When I started as a barista, lady comes up, "Hi, can I get you know a grande, you know, non-fat latte?" Yeah, no problem. So I grabbed the big cup because that's grande, right? (laughs) No, you need to get the venti, and uh, and and then there's a science to it too on the um, whether it be mocha or. Or a sweetened coffee with the variety of syrups, you know, or a, a caramel macchiato. The um, the amount of pumps of syrup mm-hmm. that um, goes into the cup, the size of the cup, you know. So, uh, like, I don't know, I can't even remember. Like a venti like uh, mocha would be like five or six pumps. And then the, the middle one, the grande, would be like four pumps. And then the other one, the small one, would be two, mm-hmm. you know. But then, um, and that's very easy to remember, but uh, there's people that come in and they want their custom, 
you know, could I get a... That's when they have this whole shopping list of exactly. how they want their coffee made. And <laughs> I'm like, a... could we, like, move it along? <laughs> no, <please?"> right? <laughs> Can I get a um, grande mocha, but in a venti cup with six and a half pumps of chocolate and a half a pump of vanilla. And three ice cubes. Non-fat <laughs> at 158 degrees or something. <laughs> right. And I was like, well, how the fuck am I going to do Oh, wait. And they told me. Well, no, you got to write for... it on the cup, right? Yeah, just, 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 you know, steam the milk. And when the needle gets to 159 or 182 or whatever, uh, then you know it's done. And so, again... If well, you, you piss me off, right. you're getting 210 <laughs> degrees. It's going to burn your esophagus, right? And it's going to be decaf. Yeah. And regular milk, and not non-fat. And people know yeah. when you mess up their drinks. No, exactly. That's the thing. Missy, do you have a favorite coffee? Oh, I do. The uh, the nitro cold brew. Mm-hmm. So cold when it hits your lips. <laughs> but no, it's it's my favorite because it's crafted now. Like, you know, beers are all crafted now. They try to make right. it fancy. So I was like an iced coffee girl. Two bucks, you know, very cheap. Oh, but they introduced this. And it's no, it's so smooth, no ice, and it's got foam. And I swear to God, it sparks when it hits your lip <laughs> that first. <laughs> 310 milligrams later. And if you want to go crazy, they've even invented uh, at Starbucks whipped cream with caffeine in it. It has 30 oh, get out of here. milligrams. It's a little brown when it comes that's out. That's for the kids. <laughs> yeah. For the kids. Yeah. Kids babies. No, that's yeah, what I had today, actually. Yeah. She, can he just get a cup of whipped cream? That's all he wants. Just a cup? Oh, yeah. No problem. No problem, yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. that, that one's my favorite. It's and that so gets good. you through the day. It's so, about five bucks a day a problem, though, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah. problem with those things. It's like... Mm-hmm. Like well, it, it's really a metaphor for, for addiction. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> okay, when I was a um, grocery store manager um, at, a, at another store, uh, the uh, we're, I had the duty on Christmas Day, and um, which is really easy because the store, if I'm not mistaken, opens at 8, and that's open, you know, uh, 24 hours. We open at 8. We close like at 4 on Christmas Day. Real easy, but, you know, I'm the lowest-ranking store manager, so I have to draw the duty. No problem. Um, so we open up, and there's nobody in meat. There's nobody in seafood. You know what I mean? It's just the store's open. So where is all the business? In the Starbucks kiosk. And, <laughs> that, and now it turns out... Christmas um, Day? Yeah, yeah, Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. This is in Livermore, California. All the Starbucks in Livermore and the surrounding areas in Pleasanton are closed. Except for the ones in the Safeway kiosk where oh. I work. Okay, no problem. No wonder. So yeah. Christmas Day, oh, this is going to be easy, right? Because they said, hey, can, didn't you work in Starbucks? My boss tell me, didn't you work? They're going to need help on Christmas Day, believe me. She's telling me this on Christmas Eve. And I'm like, really? She goes, it'll be the deli and it'll be uh, Starbucks. And then, you know, up front people buying their groceries. But that's it. So she wasn't lying, okay? <laughs> we did like about, I think it was like 17 grand of Starbucks. And what happened on Christmas Day, I mean, people are so addicted to yeah. Starbucks. They uh-huh. have to have their Starbucks. So us being the only one, we had a line of a minimum of 25 people all day long. And we moved it. All I did was run the register. Mm-hmm. I had a couple baggers that were running, getting milk. And then the baristas just made the coffees. And we had three baristas on duty. Wow. And I ran the register, which is easy. And I'm just moving them right along. But... um the thing was, is the families who needed uh, Starbucks on Christmas morning 
would send the stupid relative <laughs> who they picked up at the airport two nights ago who, you know, Probably doesn't know anything Starbucks. about Starbucks. Yeah, he's from North Platte, Nebraska or somewhere, you know, uh-huh. one of those islands up in Washington in right, the sound, right? right? And he comes with a list like a fable, you know, <laughs> and he unrolls the fable and he goes, yeah, I need something called, a, uh, you know, a cappuccino and a frappuccino. <laughs> and how do you say this? And, what, you know, a venti. And I was like, oh, my God. And that's what it was. And it's like, wow. Right. And that was uh, 2009 where I realized that, man, Starbucks is, uh, they got us hooked. Mm-hmm. They yeah. do. They got us hooked. Um, it is... Uh, just one of those things. It'll, you know, I've, if I go to another, like an independent coffee place, I got to make sure I don't order a venti. You know? Right. Yeah. You can't talk Starbucks at no. another Yeah. Because you'll get a coffee with offensive. a tea bag or, you know, something. <laughs> you know, they're going to, I don't want them pissed off at me, you know. Right. What do you call it? Because, uh, you know, the people are also anti Starbucks. Yeah. Right. You know, and people are anti big everything, you know. Yeah. yeah. What do you call it? Uh, and whatever. You know what I mean? Well, I think they're a little more anti-Starbucks lately because of the whole well, Philadelphia okay. stint. That, that that was the case of a um, uh, an idiot manager. I guess it was the manager who called right. the police. Yeah. And then the police come and arrest the guy or whatever. Well, this is also, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? Yeah. Okay, I have a friend of mine who I used to cut meat with. Who uh, is was uh, who lived in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and he told me pretty much how it is over in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You know, I, I when I think Philadelphia, I think Elton John, Philadelphia Free- Freedom. Right. I think of Dr. J. <laughs> I think of Tom Hanks. Right? You know, I, so I think all of, the movies you've the ever Eagles, seen, the Eagles, right? The Eagles, the Philadelphia so Eagles. So basically, not reality. I think of Bill Cosby, right, and David Brenner. Uh-huh. But evidently, um, I it's think a pretty of the Liberty racist, Bell. Liberty Bell, yeah, that's right. The City yeah. of Brotherly Love. Yeah, I well, hate history, which is odd. But they I call it the City of Brotherly Love because my buddy, who's white, by you know, incidentally, uh, he told me that you know they don't love the brothers over there. I mean, <laughs> that happens. That happens anywhere. Right. But it just was so bam, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody was supposed to boycott Starbucks. But the thing is. I I know the, the the one I go to on Broadway in Oakland. You know, there's a lot of different people, a lot of brothers who just hang out. Yeah, yeah. You know, I noticed that back in uh, in my rehab days because we were right around the corner, and a lot of the guys from the shelter they can't stay in the shelter all day. They got to go at five thirty in the morning after they eat breakfast. They can come back at four. You mm-hmm. know, so where would they go? They go hang out at Starbucks all day. But see, these guys weren't even hanging out. They were waiting. Yeah, there were a couple of real estate guys or to something to come and talk to them. So they were maybe in there, maybe not even. Again, five like minutes. I said, the idiot racist manager. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so um, then this is like a ripple effect because then Starbucks closes down for a half a day to half do a day. more sensitivity training. And, and not all of them did, incidentally. Oh, no? No, no. I had I, read that, actually, on uh, one of the news websites. Not all of them did. Just a certain, I guess, the 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 big ones mm-hmm. um, that have a, a, a seating area. Because there's another one that I go to um, over by Lake Merritt in Oakland. I like to hit that after the lake. And there's no place to sit in that one. Mm-hmm. That one, you just walk up, get your stuff, and you leave. Matter of fact, a lot of people don't even interact with the... Uh, baristas because they do it online oh, there's a whole little section mm-hmm. people come and just go so they look at the cups that's mine buy 
Oh, wow. Now, the baristas, they all know me, you know? Yeah. I know I know everything about them because uh, they talk. I mean, it's that small. There's one, she's got a girlfriend, and the girlfriend doesn't like her talking to that guy. You know, so when the girlfriend <laughs> comes to pick her up at 11 o'clock in the morning, because she gets off at 11 because she starts at 4 or whatever, she waits right there, you know. And, doesn't yeah. talk to anybody. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't like her girlfriend talking to that guy. Now, that guy, his name, I don't know, Todd or whatever, he's a nice guy. He's one of those guys that, like, you know. He's a co looks like a, No, he looks like a skater. You oh, know? Okay. Young guy, cool-looking guy. Yeah. And he's all tapped back, and he has those big things in his ears, you know. And, and he knows me, Mario, and he, you know, he knows what I like, my venti, iced coffee. But... That girlfriend don't like. <laughs> I don't know. I'll just eavesdrop it. There's some history going on. Well, there. I got my, my ear my earbuds in, but there's no music playing. <laughs> <laughs> nod your head. You want to be not? You want to be nosy? Put your earbuds in. Nod your head like you're grooving, <laughs> and you can hear everything people say. It's amazing what people. Your talk secret about. agent. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, everybody's gonna stare at me in a minute because as soon as I get my Starbucks, I get my banana. My uh, warmed croissant. That's another thing they do. That they uh-huh. would you like this warmed? I used to say no, and then one time, uh, the, the little brother he went. Um, he's got blonde hair. Brother with blonde hair. Mm-hmm. He just automatically warmed my croissant up. Oh my God! It's heaven on earth. <laughs> what is this? And I look. No, that's a croissant. It was, it was crispy and tender, and mm. a little butter in it. Life changed. Yeah, I was like, well, I'm hooked on these now. Great. So this is after you walk at Lake Merritt. Yeah, I always hit it on the right. way. After like Is my, this your reward for walking? That's my reward. That's Three miles. Right. Once an addict, always an addict. I'll take this. Uh-huh. I, and you know I got to go live on Facebook. Right. They, they've mm-hmm. got the coolest place you can sit outside where these wooden boxes with the with the traffic behind me on, the, I guess that's uh, Thomas Berkeley or whatever, you know, which... If I'm going live and a bus loses control, I'm going to be on CNN, you know? <laughs> Up-and-coming comedian, sober for eight years, right? He was live on Facebook, giving a motivational talk like he does, and was hit by a bus. Starbucks. Yeah, and we got it all. And Don Lemon is going to talk about Starbucks, you know? But yeah, and, that's uh, just my thing. Cooper will come and do a... Yeah, Cooper. Yeah. Did you see Anderson Cooper? Anderson Cooper cried. He cried. Yeah. He did a live broadcast. That would be great. That's not how I want to be famous. Because <laughs> I'll be say. dead. Yeah. Everybody, Being dead is not good. Everybody uh, would But have, you know that's what's going to happen. That's going to happen. happens to everybody. Sure. happens to everybody. And it'll be right when I'm ready to like do something big. Right. <laughs> you know? Right, I got like the the TV show or something gets picked up or whatever, you mm-hmm. know. And then they can have to write you off. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, <laughs> we'll do this. It'll be like The Rock. Remember the movie The Rock with Nick Cage, and it was mm-hmm. when uh, the one the producer died, when Don Simpson died, and when The Rock was over, the first thing it says, dedicated to the memory of Don <laughs> Simpson, even though he made this company <laughs> with Bruckheimer. You know, that'll be like this pilot thing that uh, my buddy Chewy. They'll, 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 I'll be out of the first episode, but dedicated to comedian <laughs> Mario right. the Butcher Montez. So I think uh, with you know speaking of being dead, and I mean Schultz isn't dead, but <clears throat> excuse me, he definitely stepped down after that. Yeah, why I don't know. You know, well, there's always controversy, right? Yeah, well, there's always got to be somebody to blame. Well, you know, sometimes you know when you're the big boss, um, you take the fall. And plus, he probably made a lot of money. 
You know, so it's not like, you know, um, HR told me I either got to quit or I'm fired, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he stepped down. Yeah, he stepped down. You know, uh, I'm still going to make a lot of money off this company. I'm just not going to, you know, come up with a new dress code or anything, right? right? <laughs> you know, when you get to that level, I just, okay, well, he's not the boss. So we can't be mad at him anymore. Right. You know? Um, but they did open bathrooms to all people, which, not just customers. They, what, they uh, selectively have always done that. Because there's, I've seen some where people come in and uh, just walk up, hey, what's the code to the bathroom? And they give them the code to the bathroom. And then I've seen other ones where they ask the same question. And it's like, you know, uh, you have to be a customer here. Right. You know. Um, but if you live in the suburbs, you don't need a code. Mm-mm. Right. Yeah, I was like, yours has a code? <laughs> At least not for the bathroom at Starbucks. You need a code, but not that kind of code. But... Um, that's, the, that's what the benefits of living in the suburbs. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. There's a lot the of benefits. The only one, actually. There, there, yeah, there is. It, it, it's, suburban living is cool. Um, there's the one Starbucks. Well, we were going to meet, I think, um, that I go to uh, regularly, and uh, I see everybody who meets there. And uh, a lot of people ha- take meetings there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, this is a lot. good place to go for interviews, interviews or yeah. chat. Interviews. And- um, the Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people on their laptops, um, and they leave them and go get uh, their coffee or go to the bathroom. They leave the te- the laptop there. And more, you know, you go to the cities, you don't really do that because somebody's going to steal yeah. your laptop. Yeah. Um, I see um, uh, affairs. You know, oh. yeah, yeah. It's like you know these maybe people. Maybe we should do the podcast at Starbucks yeah, next time. I know, right? video and podcast, just like a live just interpretation of yeah. what we're seeing. Okay, they guy. they're talking for a long time, you know, uh-huh. and then uh, they decide to go, and then it's like, well, they didn't come together. They met there, you know, and so you they, just assume they're having an affair. Yeah, because the um, they both have wedding rings on. I always check that. And they look happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they look happy. And, uh, and the guy is like the secret service, you know, because he's constantly like looking around, looking around, you know, when he's talking to the lady and uh, uh, looking left, looking right. And then and then they leave, um, but not in the same car, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and but they go the same direction, even though she came from this way. So she'd have to make a U-turn over here. <laughs> now they're going that way. I know it's up. <laughs> That's that's a suburb. You're like a stalker. Well, I like watching people because you know, not that it's like oh, it gives me material, but I just kind of like um, I I don't I wouldn't do well in in the country or on a farm. Mm-hmm. I I need to live uh, amongst people. I I love being in a city surrounded by strangers. You know, I I, I feel um, so free. I know a lot of people don't like that, but I do. I I I'm supposed to be. Um, um, living in a in a condo in the middle of a city or something, you know, that's so just, you're around the social. Mm-hmm. I just have to be around it. Um, I, I take my uh, suburban habits uh, to cities, and I always say hi to people. You know, <laughs> you're not really supposed to do that sometimes. Which for women, I could understand. Women make eye contact with some man and smile, and next thing you know, he's following her. Right. You know, yeah. ooh, I think she wants me. You know. <laughs> But um, I, I love uh, being around people. I love going into a big place like like a Starbucks mm-hmm. and just kind of vibing the whole the whole scene and getting my, you know, 
I'm not ashamed. I'll have two venti iced coffee by <laughs> I'm done. I'll spend three or four hours in a, right. in a Bucks. I don't even call it Starbucks. I call it a Bucks. Bucks. B-U-X. I'm mm-hmm. going to Bucks. And, there's um, a few names they have, I think. Yeah. There's a couple of uh, uh, comedians that, I, that I, they're not friends, but I know them or have met them. And uh, they, they, they're they doing uh, very well um, professionally. And they seem to spend a lot of time in the Bucks. You know, and uh, uh, it's like, you know, yeah, there is something to that. Yeah. It's not like you're just hanging out in a restaurant or a bar. It's just something unique about that uh, that whole thing that the Bucks has going on. I right. Think... I mean, they've had it for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, I used they... to go in there and get some tea because I don't drink coffee. Mm-hmm. Get my iced tea mm-hmm. and well, just kind of hang out. And you feel pretty much, I mean, you feel safe there for the most part. I guess it depends mm-hmm. yeah. where you are. And you feel like you're part of this non-spoken community of I have a friend of mine my friend Joe we meet um, maybe once a month um, because you know he's doing his thing and uh, he's uh, and we've known each other for over 20 years but um, I'll text him hey you ready to go have a cup you know Mm -hmm. and we usually meet on a certain day and uh, um, just an hour I spend with an old friend we just catch up and uh, and gossip a little, and then we go our separate ways. Yeah, you know, I ca- I don't I can't recall um, doing that uh, anywhere, even in my drinking career when I used to drink. Mm-hmm. I go to a bar by myself. You know, right. if I saw people there, I saw people there. Right. But uh, my drinking was for my drinking. Uh, Starbucks, it, it, it it's given me like another uh, avenue. I, I, it's been so many different things to me. You know. And uh, I, I can't recall any other business do, doing that at mm-hmm. a deli, a restaurant, anywhere. Right, yeah. Than, or even a park, you know. Yeah. Um, well, you I, can't get coffee at a park, can you? Yeah. No, yeah. but just, you know, <laughs> I have a you friend of mine. You bring your own little frappuccino machine. <laughs> yeah, you bring your bottle. <laughs> little cooler. <laughs> they do that in New York. When you go to parks, they, they, the people, um, back east, they go to a park, they go and they bring their cocktails. Right. And they drink. There's, oh, I shouldn't even say who it is, but there's these... Uh, uh, some friends of mine on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, I was walking Lake Merritt and one morning with my cousin Henry, and we're coming up, and we saw the entire crew from the radio show, and they're out there, and they they were drinking the uh, uh, Hennessy on ice <laughs> with real glasses, you know, and they had like a little mini picnic basket. That was the mini bar, uh-huh. and and I realized they must all be from the East Coast because I know one of them is from the East Coast, uh-huh. and uh, I go, that's a total East Coast thing. Because California is drinking parks, but they don't do it as nice, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. it was it was like a, got like a it was cozy. a maple wood yeah. uh, box with red like velour or velvet, oh, wow. you know, and it had slots for the glasses. Right. And then they had a little bag that was the ice, right. you know. Yeah, yeah, they're doing it all right, you know. <laughs> if I ever decide to drink again, that's how I'm going to do it. <laughs> but uh, so no, you can't get your coffee in the park, but you can get your drink on. Yeah, classy. I said, sure. what a great idea. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what a bunch of alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> it's 10.30, for Christ's sake. It's never too early, apparently. <laughs> day drinkers. <laughs> we call it that. Yeah, People day call drinking. that day, day, drink. day drinker. No, no, I was just a drinker. You know, <laughs> Doesn't it was, matter what time. The other day, if, if the day had the word day in it, that's what I was drinking. <laughs> but now it's, it's day drinking. Right. No, no, no. That's called alcoholism, right? <laughs> Believe me, I know. Lost a lot of days doing that. Yeah, so I think Starbucks won't doesn't have any uh, fear of losing business. No, I mean, and 
they're not expensive. They're not cheap, but they're not expensive. You know, they're not like you're going in there and it's like ten dollars for a. Well, didn't they recently have like a? And the only reason why I know is because I heard it on the radio that they had this um, unicorn drink. Oh, yeah, unicorn. Oh yeah. What was that? It was it was supposed to be like peach and all these flavors together, and they even had like a a, a fortune telling one where yours might be different. You never know what you're gonna get. But it was a secret menu. It's not up there. You got to go in like you know oh. on the download. Like you need a unicorn and. I it's see. beautiful, but it's probably like 58 grams of sugar. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's another thing. The, no, the frappuccino. Yeah, the yeah. frappuccino is like a, a caramel frappuccino, delicious. But I looked on the um, the calorie list, you know. Yeah. I don't know. What is it? Like 3,000 calories oh, yeah, or something? No it's, it's a lot. You know, sure. A lot of points if you're on Weight Watchers. Yeah. You know? It's like, I can't that's eat like food this week. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had a. Frappuccino. I was shocked in Disneyland. They had three. They had two right before you walked in, and and one inside the Starbucks. Yeah, my God, they're everywhere. everywhere. There was as soon as we got, uh, we spent the weekend in Chico at the Marriott Marriott uh, Courtyard. Wonderful hotel. You walk in the first thing. You're so shameless. (laughs) Wonderful hotel. (laughs) They were. They were awesome. (laughs) The first thing I saw. I'm gonna call them for twenty five bucks because Starbucks. Let's do that. I, I still have to send in the survey. Yeah. Okay. Would you like to sponsor this podcast? See? Yeah, I'll send people your way. In the off season, there's no college right now. Right? <laughs> and uh, that we brew Starbucks here, and they had the Starbucks. Yeah, see? They knew you were coming. Well, you know, and here's the thing. They didn't have my venti cup. But I could get as many free refills on my grande for my iced coffee. <laughs> I'm like, well, I, I text my wife, I'm planting my ass here for about an hour. Yeah. I'm gonna drink. It's air conditioned. I'm everything. getting my money. Oh my god, it was 110. Oh my god, it was so hot. It was great, yeah. but it was like, wow, this is hot. But not inside. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Starbucks are everywhere. Yeah, you know, it, it started with the the kiosk and Safeway. Starbucks yeah. and Safeway. How's this apps? gonna work? It's working it works. pretty damn good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it works. Pretty and damn now they're good. the happiest place on earth. They are, yeah. Who would have thought that? Who, Starbucks? Starbucks yeah. They're at Disneyland. They're all over. Really? They're, yeah. uh, you get your mobile oh, app. You, you look at that line 50 deep. They don't know about it. I got it ordered. And you just walk mobile in. Mobile order for, you know, Missy's ready. No, smile. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> okay, so what we need to start Sneaking. doing mm-hmm. is we need to start having the Starbucks in the DMV. Oh, yeah, but nice. only for the employees. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna have a long line for the coffee, and not DM at not for DMV. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause, They're gonna have more lines than they want. Oh my God, they they could use it. Um, at Starbucks. I'm waiting for like a Pete's to open up, and they open a Starbucks <laughs> in the Pete's. You know, <laughs> they're everywhere. Yeah. It's going to be a sad day for America, but a great day for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, any day is a great day for coffee. Yes. Coffee achievers. Whatever happened to like Sanka and U-Band oh and Folgers? My dad drank Sanka. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why I don't drink coffee, because he let me drink his, mm-hmm. which had milk and sugar in it. Mm-hmm. I was like, ugh, okay, thanks. Don't you have to worry about me sneaking your coffee when you're not looking? Folgers. Folgers is strong. Mm-hmm. I had a Folgers coffee uh, once uh, when I was in rehab. You know, some of the guys in rehab had also a lot of uh, uh, prison experience. So mm-hmm. they liked that Folgers instant coffee. You know, that was their thing. They liked getting that. And so the dude made me one. And he blended it. He goes, I'll make you a Frappuccino, right? <laughs> With Folgers? <laughs> I thought I relapsed. <laughs> All right, what are we going to do next? Ooh, she has a beautiful day out here. This is fucking Starbucks. I love Starbucks. I love Starbucks. I love Starbucks. 
Yeah, that was crazy. I said, I don't want any more fucking folders, right? <laughs> no offense, folders, but it's like it's crack. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, exactly. They made it like all sweet with chocolate and blended. No well, it one. sounds like you need a coffee. No, that's the last thing I need. That's what my wife says. Oh, you you need coffee? Oh yeah, it's the last thing you need. But uh, it's just it's my thing. My iced coffees. Right. Mm-hmm. It makes me happy. Yes. Salute. Cheers. Salute. Well, thank you, Missy mm. and Mario. Thank you for being so on much the show. again. Appreciate it. Thank you, Missy, mm-hmm. for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having me, guys. You'll be hearing from Missy. She's uh, uh, starting her own. Uh, adventure in podcasting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, all right. Thank well, you for having again. us. Thank you, and we'll see everybody next week. Good night, everybody. Toodles. Show music provided by Mike Imbasiani. You can find him at mikeimbasiani.com. That's M-I-K-E-I-M-B-A-S-C-I-A-N-I.com. 